What's up to all the listeners out there? I just want to start off by thanking you for tuning in. This is the Cajun Style Podcast, and I'm Nebby. I'm so happy to be joined here by my brother from another mother, my guy, Right with Doc. How you living today, bro? Man, living easy, quarantining, you know what it is. Oh, that quarantine life, got the kids at the house. That's got to be something, uh, yeah, I know I know how that is. Man, it's, it's, it's a blessing, blessing in disguise. Man, I had the, the whole uh, schedule planned out. We was going to do this, do that. That schedule lasts for about one day, my G. I ain't going to even lie. <laughs> uh, I know how it is. It's like they got a mind of their own, and it's like they just be like, eh, eh I'd rather do this. <laughs> But I, I love having the kids at the house, man. It's it's been wonderful. Been able to spend a lot of good quality time with them, man. And also been able to get to doing some other things like this podcast here that we've been talking about for years. It's been years in the making. Finally about to get it done. Like I said, we're just going to roll with it, keep it going. Got to get it off the bucket list. Get it going. Get it going and keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going, man. So here, here we are talking about UFC 249. 249. Matter of fact, how did we even get to, get get to this event, bro? Huh? They didn't what, cancel about three or four events. Now we gotta cancel three events. Already done had one event uh, in the closed arena. It was crazy. A lot of decisions, and it was still crazy. It was one of the more exciting fight cards that I've seen. Especially considering that I was sitting there watching every fight go the full 15 minutes and I'm sitting there the whole time like I'm not even bored. I'm not I'm not missing any type of action like these are this is exciting and it's yeah, it's it's crazy It's really it's really starting to look like blood sport out there Do you are you a fan of the the no crowd arenas? The no crowd arena I feel like gives it a gives it a more one-on-one feel with less outside interruption, it's almost like all all the fighters can even hear is their one or two cornermen that they have with them, and maybe the referee, like if the ref is like speaking to them or whatnot. But it's like for the most part, it's like you have nothing in there but you and your thoughts, and and I'm I'm sure at that point you can't hear anything else besides your your breathing and the other uh, fighters breathing. And it's like the last the last fight card, I could almost feel like. That is what made uh, so many of the fights go to a decision. Cause I feel like, I wanna say like the first seven fights went to a decision in the last uh, card that had the no no crowd or whatever. But see the difference between this fight card and the last fight card, it's, it's not gonna be a lot of decisions to, on, on Saturday. This one's gonna have a lot of fights stopped, called off. Ref gonna have to dive in on a couple of people this this card. Hell of a card. I hope we got some good referees. That is one thing I do hope that we have some good referees. I, I'm I'm a believer that this card is so so huge and so magnificent with the the current state that the world is in right now, bro. I think this card is going to be the biggest pay per view selling event for any combat sport ever. That's going to top the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. I'm I can almost guarantee it simply because there's no other live sporting event on, bro. Like. There's no bars open for people to go into to watch this fight. So those people who are MMA, UFC fans are going to have to order this. Only way you're going to be able to see this is to order it. There's no party. There's no 
no outside thing thing to go to. It's the and B does be packed. B does be packed. That, yeah, that's the gift and the curse of this. It's like it's no nowhere to go to watch it. It's not even like I mean, with social distancing in effect. I mean, it's not like you can even have a fight party. Um, yeah, it's about you to got break a somewhere. Zoom fight, a Zoom fight party or something like. Uh, you, you might see a bunch of people uh, sharing that ESPN Plus password or something, but outside <laughs> of that, like I don't like I, I don't really know what what anybody can do. Uh, I mean, like. Uh, you you at the same time you know it's gonna be a lot of the people going for the illegal stream. But uh, the UFC has always had a had an issue with that. But at the same time, it's like the whole car like yeah, this. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not even about to. I, I don't have time to run that risk of oh oh the stream went down or oh let me let me find a new link. I, I don't have time for any of that. I'm not nope. Not playing so no games. I'm paying that sixty in. bucks this time. I'm for sure paying. I'm not, for sure paying the sixty. Not saying that Not I never too. did pay the six. Yeah, you know. Normally go to B Dubs, but let's just leave it at. Let's yeah, just leave it at. Let's go to B Dubs. You know. Shout out! Shout out to Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, we got the part chicken, though. Yeah. Don't don't even mess with the chicken, but yeah, just keep the fights. <laughs> just keep the fights, you know. So yeah, man, we got a, a stack card. Another reason why I think this is going to sell. This was going to sell regardless. This could have been. During regular times in this car, we're going to stack 18 of the 24 fighters have headlined events. Uh, we got a couple of former champions, a couple of uh, title contenders. The shit, the, the prelims itself could be a fight night, in my opinion. It, this is a good, uh, oh, this, is, this is a good card, bro. I'm excited uh, for this yeah. card. I'm excited to see this card. It's going to be a lot of upsets, I think, at the top. That is 100%. I'm looking looking down the list and starting at the third fight on the prelims, you already have a ranked fighter and it's a ranked fighter in every fight after that except for Greg Hardy. And you already know why people like uh, seeing Greg Hardy. At the end of the day, you got you got uh, 12 fights. 12 fights and only three of these fights have a fighter. I mean, 12 fights and only three of these fights don't have a fighter that's ranked. And this, this card is amazing, man. Top fifteen up and down the whole the whole list. First fight on the first fight on the card, you got a guy uh, who won on the contender series fighting against a guy who got almost fifty fights on his record. Super UFC veteran too. Like Eighteen UFC fights, you know. Super veteran. Super veteran. This is a good showcase fight for uh, for Ryan Span. I'm predicting the TKO, KO. This fight will be stopped. They're going to get the fight start. The fight card started off right for sure with this one. Uh, I'm going to have to say I agree with that. Uh, Ryan Spann is the is the favorite, minus 450. I mean, Sam Alvey is, is kind of sneaky. Uh, in his fight, out of his 33 wins, he got 19 KOs. But at the same time, he a little yeah, bit they're both good fighters. They, like, they both yeah, come oh, forward. Yeah. They come forward and, see, that's and it, trying to that's trade. That's the thing about... That's the thing about the UFC. It's like there's, there's literally no bad fighter in the UFC. So, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's evolution. Evolution always takes takes uh takes its turn. Uh, so unless unless Ryan Span comes out there ill prepared or just flat out not on his game, like don't get me wrong, Sam, Sam Alvey could could 100% be the better fighter on that day, but I don't see it happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see Span getting a W. Like you said, that he, he's the he's the younger guy. He's coming up. He's on a seven fight win streak. 
Uh, they're both good strikers. I just think Aoi, uh, what he's on, he's lost three fights in a row. Yeah. He's, Knocked out yeah. two of those times. Yeah, this is an easy, easy good way to get the, the card started. It's going to be two guys punching each other in the face. <laughs> the way people want to see it, and uh, it's going to end, it's going to end with a stoppage for sure. And if MMA math means anything, uh, Little Nog knocked out Alvi. Ryan Spann knocked out Little Nog. So there you go. Uh, yeah, one plus one equals two on that one. And I'm sitting here saying Sam Alvi might got a chance in uh, 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 touching that chin, but hey, he he just can't get hit. So hey. sorry, sorry, but good night, <laughs> Sam Alvi. And uh. Another another uh, little sneaky thing that I got uh, for this fight, Ryan Spann, he got 11 subs, all chokes, um, but he's also a plus plus 300 to win by sub. So if he if he does end up getting that, you know, knock him down, stagger him a little bit. Hey, go his, for last, his last win was a submission. He, he uh he doesn't go for the. For the knockout, once he gets you hurt, he goes for the submission. He, oh yeah, he likes to Whoa, get, well get, get you off and then attack for the submission. No real hammer Whoa. fist coming down. A rounded pound, should I say? Yeah, yeah, most definitely well rounded. That next fight is final, followed by my guy Thug Nasty. Twelve fight win streak, undefeated. This looks like they're trying to get give another showcase fight. Oh man, I hope, I hope they got my guy out here with the camo shorts. Finally, you know. Been waiting for some camo shorts since his first fight in the UFC. Can't even give my guy no camouflage on Reebok K. Hopefully they hook your Hopefully boy they up. Got, got the camos. Get the guy the camos. This is a this is a sneaky good fight. Charles Rosa only lost. Uh, what he's three and two in his last five. He's twelve and three. He only got three losses. But when I was looking at his uh, at his losses. Uh, his last two losses were, I mean, they're pretty, pretty sparing. He's pretty, he's a pretty inactive fighter. He only got six fights in six years, but two, two of his last, I mean, two of his three losses came to fighters that were in the top 10 in the UFC right now. So yeah, he's fought uh, a day. year, so got some good competition yeah. on his, on his resume. Oh yeah. So it's like at the end of the day. Uh, Bryce Mitchell is good, and they're trying to they're trying to groom him nicely. But if Bryce Mitchell is not ready for this, this is a step up fight for sure. Definitely, most definitely. If he's not ready for what's coming, and that that kind of scares me, considering Bryce Mitchell is a fan favorite, and that fan favorite made him a Vegas favorite at minus one sixty. Rosas three subs. Bryce Mitchell, nine subs. I mean, no, Rosa's got eight subs. Bryce Mitchell, nine subs. Rosa's got three uh, three KOs. So out of, out of his 12 wins, he only went to went to a decision one time. Yeah. At the end of the day, somebody's getting finished. This fight could uh, end up being submission of the night with the, uh, with the two grapplers that we got in it. Uh, like you said, eight subs, nine subs. These guys only got about 27 fights between them. Facts. Yeah, you're talking about 17 submissions out of 27 fights. That's pretty that's pretty impressive between two two guys. Well, yeah, this most definitely could be a submission of the night type of thing. I wouldn't be surprised if Mitchell pulls off a decision. 
Uh, Rosa could steal the show with a knockout. He does have the knockouts on this record. I would be totally surprised if Bryce Mitchell scored a knockout this fight. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would I'll be, be surprised, surprised if Bryce, Bryce Mitchell, Mitchell gets a knockout in any fight. <laughs> TKO, you looking at maybe. the new Ben Askren? <laughs> the TKO, new Ben Askren? <laughs> new Jake uh, no. Shields. New Jake Shields. <laughs> I give him Jake Shields. Oh, man, yeah. A little top heavy, top heavy submission game, yeah. He he he's a real good fighter. Uh, yeah, sneaky sneaky uh sneaky gambling take I got on this on this fight. Uh, Charles Rosa got three knockouts. Uh, him winning by KRT KOs plus twelve hundred. I was looking at that, kind of kind of uh doing a Birdman hand rub like. <laughs> I don't know. Bryce Mitchell don't don't want to stand up with anybody, but at the same time, like, yeah, he got nine subs, but are you just going to be able to take down and manhandle a person who also has eight subs? Not going to happen. Like, yeah, so at that point, if if Rosa can keep it standing up, Bryce Mitchell better uh, protect that chin. Plus twelve hundred. Ten dollars. Ten dollars looking mighty, mighty fine on that one. Yeah, that's a. Hey, I'll take that. I'll take those odds. Take those odds. And that fight followed by a matchup, a rematch between Nico Price and Vicente Luque. And see, this is what I'm talking about. Third fight on the card, and we already getting to, to to rank fighters, and we're talking about guys who, I mean, Luque is ranked 13 right now, but it's like. He's ranked 13, but he could easily be a top five fighter right now. How do you win his last fight? He was coming off a seven fight win streak uh, and he lost to a perennial title contender and Wonder Boy. So it's not like, oh, oh, he he dropped down because he's not good. Like, no, he dropped down because, I mean, hey, it's just that that division is just that stacked. And it's like this fight is going to be exciting, man. It's a got a rare rematch. And uh, MMA, you typically don't see these unless it's a title fight, man. You get a guy who got submitted and Nico Price able to avenge that loss. And Nico's an exciting fighter in his own right. Uh, Vicente, uh, equally exciting fighter, man. This fight is going to have a lot of fireworks. I don't think this sees a decision. No way it sees a decision, man. This we're gonna have, Price is going to be so motivated, trying to get that L back. Nobody like. I don't like to take L's at 24-hour fitness, so I can only imagine how he feels taking the L in the ring and, and then finally and being able to uh, get that one back. I don't think the cage is uh, dry after that one. I, th- I think I think the cage is going to be a little uh, a little bloody and, and uh, red and spotted yeah, that's... after this fight. This is this is the fight that I think is really going to kick off the uh, the the true violence on this on this card. Like I said, I think Ryan Spann is gonna get a KO, but this is where it's gonna turn into okay, no, we doing something we doing something different now. The back and forth in this one is gonna be gonna be good, man. What I really wanna see in this fight is uh Nico Price to get a sub. Uh he only got three submission wins. Uh ten KO wins. So I mean at the end of the day he's a finisher. Uh, Luke is a finisher as well. Out of his 17 fights, he got 15 finishes, nine KOs, six uh-huh. six subs. So neither one of them is is really out here looking for a decision at all. Um, yeah, they they don't go in there thinking, oh yeah, I wonder what the judge gonna nod. Nah, they ain't 
Yeah, they either getting put to sleep or they putting somebody to sleep or they choking the it. That's how it's happening with these two guys. And I don't think this one's he's a, a judge at all. Might not exactly. even make it out the first round. Yeah, what I see, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm hoping to see in this fight, Nico Price get that sub victory. Uh, Luke won the first fight. Luke won the first fight by sub. Nico Price gonna get the sub back. Plus nine hundred for the submission. Plus nine hundred. I'll put I'll put ten on that. Uh, Nico Price. Nico Price is plus two twenty, but he's plus twelve hundred for a decision. So they basically saying, if it goes to a decision, he's more than likely gonna get pieced up. And uh, in Vegas's eyes, he's not a decision uh, fighter. He's not a decision fighter, but to say he's plus twelve hundred for a decision is basically like saying. Hey, bro, you about to get thirty twenty seven, if not worse, and that to me sounds kind of crazy. It's not a, it's not a bad call to, to call uh, Luke a favorite, but my thing is the Wonder Boy expose him, and it's also another thing. It's not like Nico Price is out here just losing the, uh, losing the bums mm-hmm. in the UFC. Like he only got three losses, and uh, he's been he's been losing uh, some pretty top competition. I, I know he lost to Jeff Neal uh, pretty recently, and that guy's on the tear. So. Yeah, this this is a uh, this this is gonna be a pretty good fight. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, got he, he lost to Mill and he lost it, lost to Luke. So yeah, those are those are both two top fifteen fighters. Uh, price by TKO for me. Price by TKO. I can see it happening. Yeah, that's a that's a guy who can knock you off from anywhere. Got an up kick from the from the floor knockout. Got a hammer fist from his back knockout. Yeah, that that guy is a. Uh, He's a wild guy, long, long, wiry, strong. Uh, like, like his body type is a uh, pretty interesting for the division. Like, he seems to have long limbs, but he also seems to have like pretty, pretty strong uh, strikes to have such long limbs. Like, it's pretty rare. Like, I ain't never seen nobody, nobody hammer fist somebody from the bottom and like knock them out. Like, how you do that? Which is the reason why I think he's getting that TKO, and I and that's how they end the prelims, man. I think it's uh, I think it's cool that ESPN and the UFC basically gave each streaming wave that they're going to be on its own main event. Facts. It goes from ESPN Plus with the Nico Luque uh, fight, and it goes right to uh, ESPN with a Uriah Hall versus uh, Jacare Souza. How do you start a how do you start an undercard off like that, man? That's that, that's a headline. That's a headline. That's a that's a that's a that's a, that's a fight night headline right there. Yeah. Jacare going, going right to headliner, it. Headliner with uh Blackowitz. And Uriah Hall. That's lightning in the bottle, bro. Owns the scariest knockout to me. That, oh, that's uh, a fact. That that uh fight that knockout he had on the Ultimate Fighter uh, against Adam Seller. Yeah, that is that is super facts right there. Like I and I, and I always go back to that fight because Uriah Hall has been one of my favorite fighters since that fight on the Ultimate Fighter. Um, it's almost like and, and you can see it if you watch that video. Like it's almost like he kicked that dude so hard 
that. I mean, and, and he he was swaggy with it too. He kicked him, <laughs> did the little uh, Dragon Ball Z, show off the little pose afterwards. Yeah, he was he was posing, styling on him, stunning on him, and then like he looked over and he saw old boy like laid on the floor, like convulsing and like looking like like it was like like that was a very scary sight, and you could yeah, almost see like the, the 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 switch flipping his head like. Oh shit! Like I really hurt this dude, and like I don't th- like I don't think he's ever fought with that same level of. Uh, but he's not throwing them same strikes out anymore. Yeah, he's 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 not he's not he wasn't really trying. Like I mean, we were at the fight when he fought uh, Bevin Lewis in at, yeah, at the yeah. forum, and it's like I'm, it, I mean, it was a, it was an impressive. It, it it was an impressive comeback, but it was like he let that dude hit him more than what I would have thought. Uh, given Uriah Hall's skill set and given what I was seeing from the other guy, it was like, come on, dog. I, I know you got this dude. And then when he got him, it was like, oh, see, I knew, I knew he had him. So it's like against against a guy like Jacare, it's kind of hard it. to say. Oh, he's gonna he, need it against Jacare. Yeah, he gonna he gonna need all of that. He gonna have to have that instinct because at the end of the day, Jacare is somebody who, I mean, to be honest. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy to say, considering he's never even fought for a UFC championship. He's honestly one he's of the been, best. He's always been one. He's been one fight away. He, he's always been time. one fight away. And see, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, he, I want to say he was a, a strike force champion at one point, but it's like at the same time, by the time strike force came over, I mean, Jacare is forty already. So by the time strike force came over, he was already mid thirties. Um, I mean, in the middleweight division in the UFC was already pretty stacked. Uh, so it's like, I mean, and and I mean, when they brought him over, they brought over a whole bunch of other middleweights. Like, I mean, Luke Rockhold ended up coming over from Strike Force and ended up winning the, uh, the title. So, like, like I said, it's not like Jacare was so far off from winning the title. He just would always get that one fight away, and then yeah, it, the it wouldn't fight, go away. The Whitaker fight, the Gaslam fight, had the. Uh, well, I was gonna say had the white man fight, but he knocked white man block off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dust the white man off. D- dust the white man off. Yeah, but for me, it's like whoever wins this fight is probably uh, in the running to get something good happening for him next. And at the bare minimum, I think the winner gets a, a fight night headliner. Right. And we're I talking could, about it against a against a uh, against a Whitaker or a Gasolum level fighter. Because Cannonier, I mean, Romero, we, we talking it can exactly. be one of those four. One of those, one of those four guys can be the winner of this fight's uh, opponent, and now we're looking exactly. at another great fight. Exactly. I still, I my my hope is Uriah Hall gets the win, and now I'm uh, pulling for Uriah. I'm, I got him by TKO this fight. I, I got him by KO as well. Uh, Jacare, uh, he's got knocked out. Three times he's on a two fight losing streak. His last fight was pretty close. Uh, I wasn't even mad at his last performance. He he, he fought pretty smart considering John Blackwood is heavy handed. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Corey but, Anderson uh, found out the yeah, <laughs> yeah. Found out the hard way about that. And see, they they, they almost got this fight. Uh, they almost got this fight pretty much as a pick 'em. They got Jacare as the favorite out minus one thirty five. Uriah Hall plus 105, but it's like, that's, I mean, to me, that's pretty much a pick on. I think it's all going to come down to Jacare on this fight. Uriah Hall is going to want to stand up. Uh, Facts. Where he, he has an advantage. I don't know how great of an advantage due to Jacare just being so, 
so, so huge, so so, so yeah, big, so strong, so, like strong uh, neck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I, like he, you saw, you saw Uriah had the uh, advantage against Costa with the stand up, and Costa just so big, he was just eating them and walking, walking through. Walking through, yep, walking straight through everything. Yeah. And see that that goes back to what I was saying about Uriah Hall. It's like I know he has the skill set. And I even know he sometimes has the willingness. It's almost like sometimes he almost plays with his food. Like if, like, like you were saying about the Costa fight, we watched that fight, and what I saw out of that fight was Uriah Hall was looking at him like, okay, I see what everybody else sees in this guy. He's undefeated, cool, but I, I'm taking everything he can give me. And I'm giving it back to him. I, I, I'm styling on him. I'm <laughs> swagging on him. He, he did get punched in the nuts, do. though. He, he did get. He did, he, and, and see, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I was gonna get. I was gonna get to that because you know. Like, you, you <laughs> he know. did get punched in the nuts, <laughs> and, that, and he got punched. And he got punched in the nuts twice. Yeah, so two, that's two nuts. That's, that's yeah. one of those. That's one of those. I would have just. I, I would have just told the ref like, Nah, fam, I'm, I'm not even gonna keep fighting. <laughs> Cause we like we, you can't really do that. Like at the end of the day, you can't you can't knock the wind out of me like that. And then not two times, you know, not not two not two times. And then still like you still got the same energy. Like at that point, you gotta <laughs> let me kick you in the nuts real quick, and then we could like fight from even playing field. So it's like uh, that. Like at the end of the day, I need Uriah to get one of these name fights. That's like Shabazzian. You still got uh I mean Whitaker is still there, Cannonier is still coming up. Uh Uriah, Uriah Hall for the middleweight championship. That's that, that that that's what I that's what I'm trying to see. Yeah, Uriah versus Izzy is a hell of a fight. If that ever happens, that's probably the best fight you can make at 185. Most entertaining fight. Moving right along to the next fight. We got the former strawweight champion and Carla Esparza. Going up against Karate Hottie in a nice little three-round fight, man. Watterson just fought Joanna. That was a, a good fight. Pretty much a one-sided it was fight. A, it was a it, it was a good fight. It bro. was an impressive, impressive, it yeah. was an impressive performance on her on her part in the sense that eh, you didn't get killed. Especially what we saw uh, Joanna go through and be able to put out against uh Wei Lee. That output is crazy. Being like, able to that's do that and, and for, for Watterson to be able to go the distance with her, have some uh, good moments in the fight. Exactly. Then she almost get a submission, able, right? Just, just to be able to defend yourself. Yeah. Almost just to be able to defend yourself against that against that level and that uh that ferocious of an attack. Especially with the with the type of fighter that Michelle Watterson is, that was impressive. Very impressive. Uh with this with this fight though. Uh, Carla, I mean, she's a grinder. She likes to she likes to ground and pound. Yeah. She likes to get top control. She likes to wrestle. The wrestler, wrestler, uh, wrestler. I've been I've been watching, been watching Carla since her her season on uh, the Ultimate Fighter, which had my two female my two favorite female fighters on it, uh, Angela Hill and Rose Namajunas. Uh, I mean, Car- Carla. Carla, Carla ran through that whole that whole season though, and it was basically just just off of. I mean, it, it it was crazy because I mean I remember watching that, thinking like man like she's like she seemed like she's so much smaller than everybody in the house, but it didn't it didn't even matter like it didn't even matter she was just it was it was you can't you can't stop me from getting top control and then once I get top control you can't get me off of you 
and she was just grinding them and and getting those. I mean, it don't look like it's doing much damage when she get uh when when she when she does her ground and pound. Like she's not out here finishing a lot of people with her ground and pound, but at the same time she she she's she's very good at controlling the fight. Uh, uh, I mean she's fifteen and six. She, she has three right three too. knockout three knockouts four subs two fight win streak. Uh, they're expecting her to win. She she's a minus one sixty, but that they're not with. expecting they're not they're not expecting her to finish the fight at all. Like for her to win inside of three rounds is plus five twenty five. So she's favored, but she's not even she's not even uh, expected to finish the fight. Uh, her winning by KO plus nine fifty. Her winning by sub is plus one thousand. So it's basically like they're not it. Like th- this is this is a fight that you can almost guarantee to go to this decision. Is gonna, this is for sure. Yeah, for sure decision. Waterson three rounds. Waterson three rounds two exactly. Waterson Waterson stats are almost identical. Uh, Seventeen wins, uh, seven losses, three KOs. So they both got the same amount of KOs. Uh, she got nine subs, so maybe she might be able to to, to pull something sneaky off her back. Uh, she she's a plus seven hundred for a submission. Uh, she might be able to pull something sneaky off her back, but I just don't know if she'll be able to stay off her back. Uh, if she could keep it on her feet, though, she's for sure gonna win the fight. And I I think that's what uh, happened. Yeah, if she if she, if she can keep it on her feet. She, she's getting she's getting that. Yeah, she's getting that decision. Uh, some punching. Yeah, yeah. Not, her strike. Her striking is a. She might could get a finish. Plus sixteen hundred on the KO. That sounds nuts to me. She like, but she only has three knockouts, so it's not going to be anything that it, it'll it'll take a couple punches being landed. But she she showed some good stuff against Joanna. That I think she 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 could take. Yeah, yeah. She has a chance. She 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 can knock she can knock her out on the t- on the technicality. <laughs> This shit going to decision. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't deciding on that good, one. Good fight. Somebody good fight. <laughs> yeah, y'all getting decided on today. <laughs> we'll be here all day with y'all. But no, no shade to them. They, hey, knockouts don't happen at 115 for women. It, it just doesn't happen. That's facts. That's like you facts. saw the punches being landed between Joanna and Wavy and... Nobody, no, nobody even looked wobbled in that fight. They would have, they would have for sure knocked me out. <laughs> but I had you all asleep. Oh man, man, yeah. Moving right along to the heavyweight fight. This fight I like to call No Country for Old Man. Both of these guys, forty-two. Alexio Linick versus Fabrizio Verdum. I. This this is this fight right here is my pick for submission of the night. Uh, what what do you even start? Mm-hmm. Olenek, fifty. What does he got? Seventy seven fights, fifty eight wins, forty six of those wins by submissions. He got we got more submission wins than some guys even get fights in their careers. Not even some guys, a lot of guys. Forty six. Most guys. <laughs> Most guys. Forty six submission wins. And then he's going up against a guy, super black belt jujitsu in Verdun. Verdun's been away for two years. It's going to be an interesting fight. Both guys up in age. Verdun coming off the, off the knockout loss. 
Olenek coming off a submission win. Olenek ranked number 12. They, I'm telling you right now, they set this up for Verdum to come through. Oh, my gosh. Knock his block off. Oh, my Knock goodness. Knock his block off. Fabricio Verdum is about go, to man. be fighting for a championship in the next there year. There you go, Wallen. Verdum is fighting for a title in the next year. Did you not hear me say they was 42 years old? Hey, he old. He old. <laughs> Don't, don't I know heavyweights age a little bit different, but these guys are not Daniel Cormier. Cormier even got back problems. Hey, don't get he, me wrong. He old. These guys. So you think Verdum is getting through Derek Lewis? Oh, Verdum is beating the brakes off of Derek Lewis. What? Bruh. Oh, you're disrespectful these days. Nah, let me not. You let, think Verdum is getting let, through let, Curtis Blades? Let me not say beating the brakes off. Well, I think he'll beat Derek. I think he'll beat Derek Lewis. I don't. Th- I don't think Derek. Did you not hear me say he's forty-two and been away for two years? Hey man, come back, come back, Sapien. Oh Fabricio Overdoom is one of the best fighters in the heavyweight division of all time. Probably the most well-rounded fighter in the, in the division of all time. He can beat that. He's forty-two and now been away for two years. He's not getting past Curtis Blades. He's not getting past Derek Lewis. But he knocking out Alexi Olenek. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's getting submitted, man. He, this is going to be a, uh, fight of the, a submission of the night. Alexi Olenek win by sub. i tell you this. Simply because he's fresher, man. He, i tell you this. Verdum this is, is just old, bro. He, former champion. But he's not the champion for a reason. He's 42, man. He, Verdum has eight losses. Knocked out three times. Decision five times. He's not getting subbed by anybody. If he gets subbed, he's retiring. This is the this is the best grappling fight of a heavyweight you're gonna see. The transition's oh, gonna facts. be a bit slower. Oh facts. Those are those are super facts right there. I think we're gonna see some high level transitioning, a lot of submission attempts, and I think Olenny uh, gets the submission. Just because be the surprised. guy got a lot of ring rust. I wouldn't got a lot be of surprised if somebody went by uh <laughs> by knockout. No, I wouldn't be surprised. I think somebody <laughs> think somebody's uh if if it is a submission, somebody's getting hit with a Kimura. Arm arm gonna be all folded up behind their back. Whoever could get top position is winning. Yeah, but nobody's getting top position. Because Verdun is gonna knock him out. There you go. So you got Verdun for the KO. What's the odds on the KO? Odds on the KO only plus one twenty-five. I wouldn't even put no money. What? They really think he's about to get the knockout? They're expecting like they think he's gonna get the knockout. They're expecting it. Not minus minus three ten. Submission of the night, old Lenny. Minus hey, if he if he get a sub, (laughs) plus plus five seventy-five. Alexi Olenek for a sub. I put five on that. That sound that sound pretty crazy considering he got forty-six uh forty-six submission. To think yeah to think he. Can't even pull it off, basically. They basically Ain't he the uh, favorite or he the underdog? No, he the underdog. Plus two forty. Yeah, bro. I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you, Verdum is the goat. Eh, not the goat. He in the goat conversation though. He's not getting past top five at heavyweight right now. He's beating everybody at heavyweight except for uh, the guy who he can't get hit by. He's not beating Ngannou. He's yeah, not that beating Rosenstruck. He's not beating Curtis Blades. Mm, Curtis Blades He's not those. beating Stipe Curtis Blades Don't want those Those problems He need to rematch With Stipe I think he fought Stipe 
pretty sure he fought. He fought Stipe. Yeah, Stipe got the belt from him. Yeah, yeah. Stipe, Stipe, yeah, yeah, Stipe got the belt from yeah, him and never looked yeah. back. He he gave it. He's like, hey, here you go, play. Nah. Redoom coming back. Stipe. Redoom coming back with a vengeance. I don't know how much of a vengeance you can have at 42. <laughs> at 42, you, you ain't got... Like I said, heavyweights age a little bit different because they don't have to be fast. They just got to stay powerful. And he's not a powerful heavyweight. He's, he's going to be like Alexio Olenek. He's, 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 he's like he's the a, super he's gatekeeper a slick, at this point. He's a slick heavyweight, man. You, you got to see the knee that he put in uh, Mark Hunt's face. Come on, man. Gotta, gotta see the flying, gotta see the flying karate kick he did to Travis Brown. Travis Brown, six foot eight. He he flying karate kicked him. Oh my gosh. So you think a flying karate kick got him to KO this fight? I think he loses by itself. <laughs> two years, really, two kick. years, two years just chilling at the house. Head kick KO. Trying to tell you, <laughs> Fabricio. Oh, not happening. Fight with a head kick KO possibility though is the next one. That's Cerrone versus Pettis. Mm. These are this is a uh, two two of my favorite fighters. Anybody who came from the WEC is is always gonna uh, get my respect. Uh, in my opinion, that was that was that was the best uh, organization there was. Uh, they had all all of the one thirty fivers, all of the one forty fivers that. I mean, even still to this day, people talk about we talking about Dominic Cruz, talking about Aldo. Uh, they had a lot of the one fifty fivers that we talk about. We talking about Pettis, Ronnie, Henderson, uh, Jamie Varner, hell of a list. Uh, Anthony and Jukwani. They yeah, these these are two guys who probably should have fought even going back to that far. Uh, they never fought in the WEC. Donald Cerrone, I mean, he's he's got all types of records in the UFC but in my opinion the most dangerous Donald Cerrone that I remember was when he used to fight on our blue cage in the WEC uh oh man I think the crazy thing about this fight is both of these fighters have reached a point in their career where they're at the same crossroad that's yeah it's like that it's like they're not it's like they're not washed but they're not uh, it's almost like they're not even gatekeepers. Like they're too good to fight certain people, but they're not good enough to uh, to even hang with other certain people anymore. Like that's that's how this fight even came about uh, so fast. Because if you remember, uh, Pettis fought. I mean, Pettis' last fight was on the same night as as Donald Cerrone' last fight. Cerrone' last fight was against McGregor. He took that L with the uh, with the little shoulder strikes and and and. Got the brakes beat off him or whatever. Uh, but uh, Pettis fought. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but it's like a it's it's a pretty long name. He got like two last names. I don't remember his name, but he, oh, De oh, Carlos uh, Diego Ferreira. Yeah, 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 Diego Fiera. Yeah, Diego Fiera. There, there he yeah. is. Yeah, Carlos Diego Fiera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he got the submission on him. Yeah, yeah. He got he got the he got the submission on him, and it's like I had never even uh, I had never saw that guy. I had never saw Diego Fiera fight before, but he was favored in a fight. Uh, all the people I was seeing on Twitter was saying, "Oh, he's about to beat Pettis," and I was like, "Dang!" Like everybody just out here talking like my guy Pettis is just straight like wash wash, and it's like at the same time, I mean, you kind of can't he really kinda, say that he's he kind of is. 
at the it's 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 not even a it's not even a wash thing. It's more so a, a Pettis' Pettis's biggest thing to me is his hands are just not very. Uh, it's 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 almost like he kicks, he kicks it, better than he punches. He kick, he kicks better than he punt. That's that's exactly what I. That's exactly how you have to say it. because it, it almost sounds disrespectful to say that he don't have hands because he clearly has hands. But it's almost mm. like it's almost like you remember you back. Take in the away day, his kick. You take away his kick, then he. It's not like he out there two piecing you up. Uh, exactly. With jabs. It's, it's, it's like it's like. It's like you remember back in the day uh, when he was first supposed to move down to 145 and they were saying he was going to fight Jose Aldo. I was thinking that whole time, like, oh, this is going to be a kicking battle. This is going to be a kicking. Oh, uh, is he going to be able to, like, throw all these flashy kicks while Jose is kicking him in the legs and all this other stuff? But then when I really started looking at the matchup, it was like, nah, fam, like, Jose Aldo got, like, some of the best, like, literal, literally boxing in MMA so it's like it's just different like it, it almost feels like like Pettis doesn't throw boxing punches like Pettis punches like a karate fighter almost so it's like he, he fights from, from weird angles and it almost seems like they don't do as much damage but it's mainly because he doesn't even seem like he throws his hands to really hurt you he throws his hands to set up his kicks because he's throwing his kicks to hurt you exactly at the end of the day, his kick's about to hurt uh, Donald Cerrone, <laughs> though. So you know. Yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he for sure gets this W over Cerrone. But it's a good fight. It's a good, it's a good uh, headline for the main uh, for the prelims. Oh yeah, facts. It's pretty close on the odds. Uh, minus one forty five for Pettis. Uh, plus one fifteen for Cerrone. Cerrone got a plus five hundred for a KO win. Plus five hundred for a submission win. And I mean, out of Cerrone's 36 wins, he got 17 finishes. Seven, I mean, uh, 27 finishes, 17 subs, and 10 KOs. So it's not like Cerrone is out here not trying to finish fights. I don't oh, think he this finished, this uh, he finishes fights. He he just been getting finished. <laughs> he just been getting finished in his last it's, fight. It's, it's a close fight. I got I got Pettis. I got Pettis by finish though. Yeah, I for sure got Pettis with the finish. Probably a body kick again. Yeah, on to the next fight though. The first fight they're on the, starting, on the they're main starting this card. Uh, main card off right with some explosions. They're starting it. They're starting it with a with a banger. I like this uh, DeCastro guy. I saw him on the Contender series. Violent, Super aggressive. Heavy, it's it's a it's it's a scary fight because Greg Hardy is pretty much the same type mm-hmm. of fighter. Bigger and shape better version of that. Bigger, big, much much better shape. Football playing shape. Uh, I I got the Castro winning by KO. Ooh. It's crazy because this fight, wow. this fight, the odds on this You're fight, wild. the odds on this fight are very close. Uh, both of them are mainly mainly uh finishers, mainly mainly knockout artists. Uh, Hardy Hardy five and two, five knockouts, one decision loss, one disqualification loss. The uh, Castro six and no, five KOs. A fight he was winning for sure. The uh, Castro six and zero, uh, five KOs, one decision. So I, me personally, I don't think this fight is going even into the second Ooh. round. Um, I think it does. I think Greg Hardy is gonna. 
I think Greg Hardy wants this to go into the second round. He's going to fight it from the outside that first round with some leg kicks, which he was showing in that, in that other fight where he got disqualified. He, he's going to fight smart. I think he's going to uh, remove himself from the, 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 the realm of this being a knockout artist. And he's been looking like he's becoming more of a smart fighter. I think the Castro... It's going to force him to trade, though, because, hey, he... And see, that's exactly what I was going to say. If, if he thinks he wants to come into this fight and want to, and want to try to be the guy who's going to uh, bring the technicality into the into the matchup, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I, ho- I hope you got that. I, I hope you'll uh, switch flips very <laughs> quick because this dude is about to come rumbling. <laughs> like, that last, oh, fight that, he, that last fight that the Castro won, it was like, it didn't even make sense. Like, the dude cornered him walked right up to him and didn't just basically let him punch him in the face but you but that, that, that was uh, Jordan Taffa it was for sure something it was Taffa he, he fought Taffa that fight that guy is not in the same ballpark as Greg Hardy no, no disrespect to Taffa no. at all no he's not uh, and that guy had that guy was for sure one trick pony with if I don't punch you I'm for sure about to lose so I think Greg Hardy is not that type of fighter. I think he can beat you without punching you at this point. He can win the decision fight. I think the Castro sure. needs knockouts to win. This fight doesn't doesn't go to decision anyway, though. No, it's not. It's not going. It, to it's going to be a knockout. They're starting this fight off. Definitely not going. Crazy. To I, this 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 main card I'm predicting is going to be all stoppages. This main card, I all think, stoppages. I think they're gonna need to put uh, a whole new cage in. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, just had a cage day, on standby. We might need two players. Bro, they 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 gonna need one cage for the early prelims, one cage for the regular prelims, and one cage for the main card. And and they mo- low key might need to uh, have a couple extras on standby. Like it's it's it's, it's about to be a lot of blood, a lot of a lot of bloodshed, a lot of bloodshed and knockouts in in this uh, in this in this empty venue that they got. Luckily, uh, Ferguson fights last because he's for sure cutting open J- uh, Gaethje. One hundred percent. Gaethje's already asking for it. He told him, "Hey, break my nose, break my nose, so that he break must pay for him to fix Break my nose, bro. I'm not Please asking nobody me. to break my nose. I'm not asking nobody to break my nose, man. I don't... Uh, oh man, but yeah, coming up next on the car, we got. Uh, my pick for fight of the night. Uh, Little heathen, Jeremy <laughs> Stevens, number seven versus Calvin Cater, number nine, featherweight. You got a little rap name with that one, Little Heathen. Little Heathen. <laughs> hey, she, hey, the, the, the name definitely fits, though. He is 100% with the business, probably one of the most violent fighters that I've ever seen. Um, and this, this fight does not see a uh, judge either. Yeah, no still here. Still, like I, I get nightmares thinking about uh, what he did to Josh Emmett's face when he uh, dropped him and then landed on him with that big ass elbow, broke his whole face, broke yeah. that man orbital Jeremy, bone. Jeremy Stevens is is nuts. Yeah, this is going to be a crazy fight. And it's crazy. My my biggest thing is he's the underdog in this fight, and I can see why. But at the same time. 
I don't think he's a true underdog, just simply because I don't. He, I don't uh, think. I don't think he's as big of an underdog as, yeah. as what they got him on this on this uh, on these odds right here. I got him at a plus one ninety five. Calvin Cater is minus two two fifty. Uh, Cater Cater is twenty and four. Cater is twenty and four. Uh, got submitted once, three decision losses. Uh, so he, he's never been knocked out, but it's the first time for everything. Jeremy Stevens got 19 knockouts, so I'm pretty sure he's a lot of people's first. They don't call him little uh, even for nothing. 100%. <laughs> uh, I mean, and Jeremy Stevens is also on a three-fight losing streak. I can't see him losing another one. Uh, Calvin Cater does... Uh, he does have some of the more technical boxing that I've seen. And Jeremy Stevens had issues with Jose Aldo with that boxing. But at the same time, I think Calvin Cater is going to... Uh, I think he's going to he's gonna uh, give Jeremy Stevens just enough openings for that violence to take place. I'm picking Jeremy Stevens yeah, by I mean, knockout. I got Jeremy Stevens on that one. Knockout. I, I see the knockout. It has to uh, be. If it goes decision, I, there's no way Jeremy... Oh yeah, if, if if it's a decision, Calvin Cater one hundred percent, one hundred percent got the win. But if it goes to, but if it's a, uh, if it, if this fight gets finished, I think it's gonna be because Calvin Cater got caught slipping. I honestly feel like this fight might look a little bit like uh, Masvidal versus Darren Till. Uh, Calvin Cater, Calvin Cater uh, getting the better of him early. And Jeremy Stevens just slowly but surely figuring something out, landing and landing it. Figuring it out And all it takes is one Like especially with, When you're fighting Against somebody Who swings That recklessly Like I mean Jeremy Stevens Is not easy to put away Either uh, Out of his 17 losses He's only been Knocked out twice So Most of his losses Are by decision 17 17 losses But I mean He's been Knocked out twice And submitted three times So You gotta figure That's just a lot of people That are Decision fighting him, gotta 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 factor in all of the people who who tried to lay on top of him. For sure, not trying to trade. Yeah, exactly. You gotta fa- factor in all of the people who who laid on top of him. Calvin Cater is not about to wrestle with him, so this is for sure gonna be a stand up war. All it takes is that one opening. I think if this fight goes uh, two two to three rounds, it might, it's gonna be the fight of the night. Uh, but I do, but I do think uh, Jeremy Stevens is gonna get the finish late. That's what's gonna make it the fight of the night. It's gonna be one of those, one of those. Come I was back. losing, I was losing, and then hell Mary, hell Mary slept you type of fight. So, uh, yeah, I got Jeremy Stevens at plus five hundred for the knockout too. He's plus three seventy five for the decision. So they basically saying he's not about to win a decision. Uh, plus twenty two hundred for a sub. So he only got two submission wins out of twenty eight wins. It don't. He's not looking. He's not looking. Not looking for this. Not looking I would say, uh, like I said earlier, one of these. I would say, like I said earlier, one of these. Uh, oh, I knocked you down. Let me take your neck. Like no, this this guy. <laughs> oh, I, oh, 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 I knocked you down. Let me knock you down. Let me knock you out some more. Let me knock you out. Knocked you down. Let me knock you out. Let me let me see if I could put you through yeah, the cage. Yeah, this, uh, that's how that ends. That's how that happens. Uh, so after that fight, we have on comes the fireworks. A guy even, I've been waiting even to even see more fireworks. Fight. A, a guy who's been a guy who's been thirsty for a fight for almost a year already. 
every time he fights, every time I've seen this guy fight for the last couple of years, I've heard him go on Ariel Hawani's podcast a few a few days later, uh, or a few a few weeks later, and tell him, hey. I need more fight time. I was only in the cage last fight for 60 seconds. I was only in the cage last time for 45 seconds. Like, <laughs> yeah, when you get to see him, you don't even get to like, see him hey, though. There you go. Oh, there, there you go. Like, he gets, he gets to. They spend more time doing his, his little uh, walk, walk, his little walkout, getting checked, uh, getting greased up, mouthpiece, cup check. He spent more time doing that oh, than actually man. fighting. And that's just crazy. Number two rank. But he's got a guy that's that's dangerous. Hey, we saw what Rosenstruck did to uh, did to Overeem. Did to Overeem. Even, even though he was getting, he was getting whooped on that age. fight, he was getting whooped on. Even though that was an early stoppage, bro. He had lit. He had lit meat all over the. He place. did have lit meat all over the place. The referee didn't have to uh, stop the fight. Referee could just look at him, walk away, and say, "Hey, you gonna finish this or not?" Because then at the end of the day, it would have been. Ref saw the lip. <laughs> Ref saw the lip. If I see that lip, I'm stopping the fight too. Oh man! Where your lip? Two seconds hanging. left on Come the clock. On. I blame Overeem. I bl- I blame Overeem before I blame the ref. You was winning that fight, super shutout. You let yourself get punched in the mouth. Ah, well, Francis Ngannou is gonna have his hands full. Rosenstruck has eighty something kickboxing fights. Uh, ten and zero in the UFC. So Rosenstruck is gonna walk straight forward. Rosenstruck is low key, in my opinion, gonna gonna think, gonna think. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna over accentuate the fact that I said gonna think. He's gonna go in there thinking <laughs> that he has much better technical striking than Nganu because I mean when you're talking about eighty, would you probably? He probably it's not even a, it's not even a probability. Like we're talking about a dude with eighty something kickboxing fights. I would hope you 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 have better technical striking than a guy who. I mean, hey, he just started fighting. Like, hey, oh, hey, I, I, I'm pretty big. I could probably be pretty good at this. Like, I'm pretty sure that you know. <laughs> like, but at the same time, uh, Ngannou has scary, scary, scary alien John Jones like length and athleticism and a body type. So for Rosenstruck, you're gonna have to not only get to the inside. You're gonna have to get to the inside without getting hit, and you're gonna have to make sure that. I mean, you're 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 gonna have to you're gonna have to find something that you can do for him to even respect you trying to get on the inside before you can even uh, start start breaking the tree down. It's like this this fight is gonna be a super hard fight for Rosenstreich, but I do see him getting this win. What? Ah. Say that. Say that again. Let me say that. Say, say that one more time. Let me make sure you just said what you just said. Hey man, I I, I never seen somebody so confident. He talked like he know. He talked like he know. Oh my. Eighty goodness. kickboxing fights. Ten and zero in the ten and zero in MMA. He was getting nobody. Up nobody's by taking anybody down. Five, was it five rounds? It was over in Rosenstroke. That had to be a five round fight. He was getting pieced up in a way that. Overeem was basically doing. A, I've never uh, the seen Overeem. He was threatening. I, I've never seen Overeem outstrike out somebody like that. In recent, he was memory. threatening to take. He was threatening to take downs. And also, let's not forget, Overeem is also a, a K1 kickboxer. Yeah. 
I don't think Ngannou is going to let him even get to the point to think he's going to be able to outstrike him. It's going to be big fist hitting the big face, big night night. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> then it, big fist, big face, big night night. That order. Oh, Ngannou man. gets this W, my guy. This is a knockout. He doesn't break a sweat uh. again. Uh, and, then he, and, then he and then he deserves a title shot. He's been deserving of a title shot. Get the man oh, his title if, shot. If Francis, oh, oh, don't get it twisted. If Francis wins, he's already the champion. It's not even a title shot. It's it's he's the champion, and who's fighting him uh, for his first title defense? If he wins this fight, he's the champion. I don't care. For that to happen, for that to happen, and Ganu got to beat Rosen Strike, which he's not gonna do, because Rosen Strike about to win by KO plus three sixty, plus three sixty. Yeah, but nah, ser- but nah, on a serious note, Vegas, Vegas is already uh, pounding Ngannou, uh winning by knockout because he got the minus one fifty for the knockout, right, minus like minus two eighty, big fist, big fist, minus two eighty for the uh, for the win. win. So, yeah. Rogan Strike, knockout of the night, but you know. It yeah, that's for happen. sure gonna be knockout of the night. It's either gonna come in a hardy fight or knockout of, knockout of the night coming in and got a new fight. Yeah, it's gonna the big boy's gonna big boy's taking that one home today. Or, or that night, should I say. And now here we come. Triple finally C to the, finally to the title fights. Yes. Couple of belts on the we line. We got two two five minute uh fights. Hey, that's always a good look. Yeah, two five rounders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two, two got your boy, rounders. got your boy Cejudo, fifteen and two, seven KOs, eight decisions. So for a guy to have that kind of wrestling credentials, he's not out here trying to submit anybody. Uh, Dominic Cruz, twenty two wins, two losses, uh, seven KOs, one sub. So he's not even trying to finish anybody. Uh, this fight, one hundred percent going to a decision. Uh, Dominic Cruz has not fought in four years. Cruz been away for a minute. Been away for a minute, but he only lost one time since since two thousand seven. So, this is a good uh, fight. Very good fight. If Cruz doesn't gas out, he wins a decision just by picking a triple C apart. And I will one hundred percent agree with that. I got Dom Cruz by decision plus two twenty five. He's a plus 950 for the KO. He's not about to win by KO. Plus 1200 for a sub. He's probably not about to win by sub. Not about to sub the, uh, the Olympic wrestler. Yeah. But see, the thing about it is, and this, this might even sound crazy, I wouldn't even be surprised if uh, if Dominic Cruz ends up putting Suhudo on his back a couple of times. Dominic Cruz is a, is a very high-level wrestler in his own right. And one thing that Suhudo has never had to deal with is a fighter who is that much bigger than him. Dominic Cruz, uh, in comparison to Cejudo, I should say, Dominic Cruz is freaking huge. Like, he's not even a big guy, but considering, like I said, Dominic Cruz has very good wrestling in his own right. Um, like you said, it, it's it's really going to come down to whether or not he can, he can keep do this that, without that getting gassed. Gas. Got it. Yeah, he, he hasn't fought since 2016, but at the same time, he had a, a four-year layoff before this, and he came right back in and won a championship. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tough feat. Henry Cejudo is no easy out, but I mean, both the, both the, 
I'll put it to you like this. If MMA, if MMA mouth means anything, Henry Cejudo has two losses on his record. Both of those losses are to Demetrius Johnson and to Joseph Benavidez. Dominic Cruz beat both of them. Hey, I, I totally agree. I got Cruz with the with the win, and right now Cruz is plus plus one ninety as an underdog in this fight. Cejudo has looked good against the guys that were uh, the top guys at one thirty five in his last two fights, though. But those guys are no Dominic Cruz. Yeah, no Dominic Cruz at all. TJ TJ Dillashaw is a guy who probably is the size of most of the 125ers. You take away some of the uh, some of the uh, workout warrior mentality that he had, and some of the illegal <laughs> substances that he was using. And he's probably a guy who, yeah, and he and he's probably a guy who who's a regular size 125er. Uh, Marlon Marais, that that was a, a a very impressive win, but he also gassed out. He gassed out. So it's like, like I said, Suhudo Suhudo is a very good fighter. Dominic Cruz is, to be honest, he he's probably the go to this division. He was the he was the champion when he was in the uh, WEC. Came over, brought the belt. Uh, took took some time off because he got injured. Got the belt again. Took that L to Cody Garbrandt. Cody Garbrandt, very good fighter, you know. Very good fighter. Very good fighter. A Garbrandt loss ain't bad on your resume, but neither are uh, Ben Vanitas or Mighty Mouse losses. This is about to be a Facts. top level, top, some top level fighter. Top notch. This is and see, this uh, is what it is. Right here. This is this is legit. Uh, the best 135er probably ever against the the second best 125er probably ever. Oh yeah. my god! So, so excited. Very exciting times. Very last, excited. Last, 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 last fight on the card. Last fight on the card. You got Tony Ferguson. This fight in itself could be a card. They could just put UFC two forty nine, Ferguson Gaethje, and not have anything else be on the card. And people nothing else on it. I people going to see. I will pay for that. People are going to want to see that. Wish it was the Khabib fight. I don't know if that fight is ever going to happen. I was for sure it was going to happen this time, and then lo and behold, it doesn't happen. Khabib, Khabib just came out and said he's, he's going to be ready soon. He said Ramadan is over at the end of the month. He said he'll be ready to fight in July if, if anybody wants that smoke. But he said until uh, until uh, Corona t- Corona uh, virus time is over, don't even uh, bother talking to him. I hope it's Ferguson that, that he gets. Uh, I want Ferguson. My 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 heart says I want Ferguson to win, just because I want to see him fight Khabib. My brain says Justin Gaethje is about to knock his block off. High, super high possibility. Very high knock possibility of that off. happening. Twenty-one wins, eighteen knockouts. A knockout artist, and he's not. He, and he but his wrestling is top-notch too. He's a wrestler with wrestling, top-notch. Top notch he's, re- he's he's a he's a top notch wrestler who don't even want to use his wrestler his wrestling on offense. He just wants to make sure he stays off his bag. So at that point, can Tony take him down? Maybe. Can, uh, will Tony? Him, will back. Tony? Can Tony keep him down? Probably not. And will Tony? Uh, will Tony be more than willing to pull a guard on him? Probably. Will Justin Gaethje be uh, dumb enough to to <laughs> go to the floor with with Tony Ferguson? Probably not. Like, if for no reason alone, not even not even because he's scared to get sub. I'm not about to uh, uh, lay on top of you and let you uh, rub your elbows on my forehead. So, yeah, for the nose to be broken. 
<laughs> he, he did ask for the notes to be broken. Who knows? Who knows? No pun intended. A little, little bit of interesting stuff on this. Uh, uh, Ferguson KO plus 250. He's a minus 180 favorite. Uh, Gaethje is a plus 150 underdog. His KO is a plus 150 as well. Uh, yes. Justin Gaethje submission plus plus twenty five hundred. That shit is not gonna happen. Uh, he only got one submission win. Uh, Justin Gaethje decision plus nine hundred. Tony Ferguson decision plus five hundred. They basically saying they do not expect this fight to go to full five. Uh, I think if Justin wins, it's gonna be Doctor Stoppage TKO bloody bloody mess in the ring. But I, I see it happening different. My my prediction, my prediction. Oh, that that was if that was if Tony is gonna win. That that's that's almost my only way that I can see Tony winning. I think. I think he can get it. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't even think he could win a decision if if because I don't think uh I don't think Justin Gaethje is, is standing standing in the uh, fight long enough for him to lose. By uh, for 25 minutes yeah for 20 like he's not about to lose for 25 minutes without going in there and getting and getting knocked out like that's the reason why his two losses are are the way that they are his two losses are both knockouts because it's like okay well hey if, if i'm losing i'm about to keep swinging until i either don't lose or <laughs> i lose right now and not later so yeah. you you gonna knock me out now or you going to sleep because I'm, I'm I'm not losing later. Like I'm not going to the judges and they telling me I lost. Yeah, I've seen no, ain't, ain't no, ain't no. get behind against strikers and get the comeback victory. We saw it against Barbosa. You saw it against Pettis. Mm-hmm. He's able to get caught seen, in those fights. I've seen seen Ferguson get knocked down by by strikers with much less power. Uh, Tony Ferguson has a lot of energy. I feel like if Justin Gaethje. I feel like if Justin Gaethje can get those leg kicks off early, that's gonna that's gonna stifle a little bit of that movement and energy. All it takes is one of those punches. I don't even think this fight makes it to to the round uh, to to the championship rounds. I don't think it makes it to the championship rounds. Justin Gaethje is getting him out of there within the first three. The whole world is gonna be mad. We don't get the Khabib fight, but uh, I almost wanted to say this for a different day. I honestly think Justin Gaethje is gonna be the, the lightweight champion of the world, and I, I don't and I, and I and I don't mean this interim title either. And that's why I don't want to see Gaethje win because I don't think he beats Khabib because he doesn't have the what's the word I'm looking for? I haven't seen the endurance or the dexterity out of that guy like I've seen out of Ferguson, and that's why everybody's intrigued to see Ferguson versus Khabib because Khabib tires everybody out. He wears you down. He mauls you. You can't maul Ferguson Khabib definitely, because he doesn't get tired. He doesn't. Khabib definitely tires people out. He uh, he keeps the pressure on you. He he keeps the wrestling pressure on you, especially. Uh, everybody says Justin Gaethje's wrestling defense is top-notch, super stellar. Uh, in my opinion, all you got to do is keep it on the feet long enough to get that one good punch off and make sure that if you get taken down that you can get up. Uh, How many people? I heard. I heard an interview. I heard it. Oh, nobody gets up with Khabib, and that's the thing. You just gotta make sure you don't let him take you down. How Uh, many people heard the interview? (laughs) How many people don't let him take him down? (laughs) Poirier, Poirier on the ground, McGregor on the ground. (laughs) We saw. I was petrified when he fought fought Barbosa. (laughs) 
I'm like, bro, you just gonna be out here playing with the guy? He, bro, was that was that Barbosa or Michael Johnson where he was sitting there talking to him, telling him, brother, brother, you have to just let me win, just give up. I have to win. I have to be the champion. <laughs> like, brother, like he is oh, on top of you man. in the cage, <laughs> telling you, you give up. You gonna like, be able to stop that? From, nah, man, you're not stopping that. And I think the only guy who can uh, who can stop that or has a chance of stopping that is Tony Ferguson. But Jason Gaethje is just too uh, too risky of a fight. I think Ferguson wins, the, even though it's a risky fight. He endures. He gets uh, caught with some shots early. Probably even gets wobbled. Uh, but he has nonstop pressure. And Ferguson, Ferg- uh, Gaethje not going to be able to get off those leg kicks that he likes to get off. Because he's going to be moving backwards. If they, if this fight happens to have them both moving forward, no, definitely nobody's moving backwards in this fight. Ferguson's going to win, bro. We're going to see it's that. It's going to be uh, two people moving fight. forward until somebody just stops moving. Man, Saturday's going to be a do not bother me day for sure. Oh, and and I'm uh, and and I'm watching this fight card on uh on mute because I'm about to be watching that that Erica Badu versus Joe Scott battle on uh on, on the side. You watching it on mute? Oh yeah, hey man, gotta 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 get that Queen Erica Badu on, you know. Okay. Instagram okay. live battle, you know. On mute though. Watch it with the wife. Watch it with the wife. Multitasking. Nah, actually, ain't even no playing mutant. Can't even hear the crowd. I'ma just I'ma just listen to the uh, <laughs> listen to the strikes be thrown. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Easy work. There it is. So yeah, we we're ending the night. With what I think is a Tony Ferguson win, uh, not going to be an easy. And I think win. it's a Justin Gaethje win. So yeah, we we had that we had odds on that one. I think Ferguson gets to win, and we finally get after the sixth attempt, Khabib Ferguson somewhere down the line, like around October, November, and uh, fireworks. And everybody's happy in MMA, like you know. Fireworks. And then after the fight, what do we get? We get to the uh, after the fight, we get to the post-fight bonuses. I was such a hard word to get out. I couldn't think of bonuses, but yeah, we get to the post-fight <laughs> bonuses. And uh, I think fight of the night goes to. I'm gonna give you two. I got, I got two because yeah, it's too many fights to choose from. I'm gonna go two fights for each post-fight bonus. I think fight of the night goes to Ferguson versus Gaethje or Vicente versus Price. I think the knockout of the night, we're going to see that in the heavyweights on the main card. That's either going to be Hardy versus the Castro and Ganu versus Rosenstruck. Somebody's getting put night-night in those fights for sure. Submission of the night is going to come with. It's going to come from no country for old men. We got Olenek versus Verdun. And we also got Rosa versus Mitchell. I think those are the, in my opinion, the the tops for those post post fight bonuses. And yeah, man, that's a that's a those are very good choices. My fighter tonight, I'm going with Jeremy Stevens and Calvin Cater. I think Stevens is gonna get pieced up early, <laughs> come back win late. Oh, that hell, man! And I think it's gonna. I think I think the Hail Mary win is gonna get him to fight it tonight, bonus. Uh it might end up being knockout of the night, but I think they'll give him the fight it tonight. Just just I think no, I think they'll give him the fight it tonight just because Cater's gonna be winning early, so they're gonna wanna pay Cater as well. 
And then also, there's going to be so many other knockouts that a comeback win is going to get you the performance rather than maybe just a knockout of the night. That knockout of the night, I think, is going to be Verdun versus Olympia. <laughs> I think he's knocking his head straight off. Not knocking his head straight oh off. Oh, my gosh. Knocking his head straight off. Crazy. And it's hard to say that considering there's about to be so many other brutal it's about to be so many other brutal fights it's hard to say that that's going to be the knockout of the night but i just think olenic is old enough and verdum is is he's equally he's old, old enough well. <laughs> he's, he's, he's equally old enough he's, come on he's equally, he's equally old come on but he's a little more he's a little more limber He's he's a little more limber. I see I see Verdun throw head kicks, flying knees, all types of yeah. things. Yeah, at 38, I think he's 39, he's 42. <laughs> he's 42 now. So, he, his leg lift uh, five inches lower yeah. now. Okay, he, he he might he might kick he, he might kick him the chest. 42. In, you know. he, the, he the Verdun 42. Knockout, knockout kick, knockout kick to the chest. You know, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually think and I actually think the submission of the night is gonna come with uh Michelle Watterson. Mm. I got her with the finish. I got her with the finish because uh this fight is is very close on the odds, but uh looking at the looking at the odds, the odds had neither one of them favorite to finish the fight at all. So it's like neither one of them have good odds for a KO, neither one of them have good odds for a submission. And I just think somebody has to get a finish in that fight. And I think Michelle Watterson is gonna submit her. So yeah. Car- Carla Carla is gonna keep that pressure. She's gonna grind. She's gonna uh, get a lot of top position. But I think Car- I think Michelle Watterson is gonna yeah. be able to keep distance just enough, get enough of those kicks off, and get one of those oh, I wobbled her, now let me choke her out type of finishes. I, I, I think that's going to happen. And, uh, yeah, I want to I see I want to see karate how to get paid, too. So, you know, <laughs> get, crazy, get those checks. Man. I feel like I went with the obvious, all the obvious choices for all those categories. And I feel like you went with the Hail Marys for each one of those categories. And I like it. You might be right. I like it. You might be right. I'm not even hating you. Hey, you gave, the explanation you gave, I, I could rock with that. Do I see it happening? Hell no, especially no damn old Lenny Verdun. <laughs> but I like it. You took it. You took a chance. I was assuming we was gonna we, we was gonna have the same predictions for this one. And hey, Olenek, Olenek took a chance by taking <laughs> the his fact fight. that you, you went with Olenek versus Verdun with the with the knockout of the night. You pulled that off. I'm gonna call you the MMA legend, genius, whisperer. <laughs> you have that title for me. I'll give you that title. If you can pull that one, and if you pull off that uh, karate hottie submission, the Jeremy Stevens, the, the, the Jeremy Stevens, I can see that happening. But them other two, those both, yeah, those either both decisions, or we getting submissions with the uh, Olenek fight. No knockout. Last segment. Let's see what's up. Yeah, let's get to the to the one that that we like to call. I got five on it. I got five on it. This is where we make a, a a parlay bet, three to five fights, maybe even more. You know, feeling froggy. Pick as many fights as you want, but it's a it's a it's a parlay that's just so crazy. It might work, but you're not gonna put too much on it. So you just throw, <laughs> you, you, throw, you, throw, you, throw five, you know, throw the you, throw, five. You, you, you throw that five. Throw the five. Throw that five. You can't you can't bet on uh, too many people <laughs> all at the same time. So. Uh, 
I got my my, my parlay starting out. I got Charles Rosa winning. Uh, I I still think he's gonna get a knockout. Um, he's a plus one thirty five, so he's an underdog. I got Nico Price winning. He's a plus two thirty five, so he's an underdog. Uh, Uriah Hall plus one hundred five, so he's an underdog. Uh, Anthony Pettis minus one fifty, so that's the only favorite that I have on this card on this parlay. A lot of underdogs on that one. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a minus one fifty. All of these are pretty close. The 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 biggest underdog I got is Nico Price, and that's actually the one that I'm most uh, sure about. Yeah, kind of kind kind of kind of most confident in. Uh, and I oh and my last one on it is uh, Dominic Cruz at a plus one ninety. Uh, throw that five on it, you get a, a three hundred eighty five dollar win. Uh, and we're talking about four four slight underdogs and one slight favorite. Five dollars. It's a it's a it's a nice little you know, nice nice little come up. Three eighty five. Five dollars. I'll take that. I'll take that. Those are some very interesting picks. Very very interesting. On my parlay, all my fights are coming out of the main card. I'm starting uh starting off with Hardy versus uh, De Castro. I got Hardy with that one. With Jeremy Stevenson versus Qatar. I got Stevenson pulling off the upset. I got Nganu, who's a favorite, beating Rosenstruck. I got Cruz, the underdog, against Cejudo. And then I got Ferguson, the favorite, against Gaethje, all pulling off the win. My 5 UG 135, but hey, man, you can throw that back. Let it ride for the next one. Easy. I think, Easy. I think that, that's, that's like a surefire parlay I will pull out. Not telling anybody to go do these parlays. These are just what I'm doing. Gamble, I'm not, gamble responsibly. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna tell you to go gamble. But I just like mixing know. the odds with the fights. I'ma do a parlay. If you feel like doing a parlay, do a parlay, but don't don't do it because I'm doing it. I don't do know. it because it makes sense <laughs> to you. I don't want anybody hitting me up saying, "Man, you gave me betting advice. But it didn't go so well." <laughs> like, hey, bro, that's that's all you. That's all you. Well, folks, that's all for today, or that's all for this podcast. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for we gonna, listening. We're going to for sure come back with that reaction pod. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not too right on these answers. Can't, be, can't come back and be go 0 for 12. I'm, com- <laughs> I'm coming back. Uh, I think I'll probably come back like 7, seven and 3. Seven and three, maybe on my picks. You know, I'm I'm expecting I'm expecting big things from from some pretty uh important people in the MMA community. I for this sure know you're fighting. I mean, you knockout all the night. Not happening. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> tell you that now, bro. Don't 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 go into the into Saturday thinking like, yeah, I'm waiting for that Verdum knockout. Nope. Olenek is getting swept up <laughs> off the floor. <laughs> get him, get him out of here. Flying me. I'm trying to told you, heavyweight it's flying old country knee. for old man. They both 42. <laughs> you swear Verdum is a younger 42. <laughs> they both old. That's not happening. He took a two year break. How many 42 year olds you know getting off head kicks, bro? <laughs> they, they're not just out here kicking people in the head. <laughs> And not oh, out man. here just kicking people in the head, man. <laughs> <laughs> Flying knee, Cajun style. 
dog. Hey, hey do it. Um, do it. It's not gonna happen, but it, like I say, he pulled that off. I'll, I'll never, I'll never question anything you say about an MMA uh, debate. For dude, pull up a knockout. You, I'll call you the MMA guru, whisperer, whatever you want to call it. Cause I just think that's Fabrice outlandish. over Doom. Outlandish. Top top three heavyweight of all time. Stipe. <laughs> you predicted a, uh, a title fight <laughs> against Ngannou, right? <laughs> <laughs>